Hello everyone, welcome to your weekly tech update, the show that explores the newest, coolest, and sometimes mind-boggling side of tech available on the interwebs. I am your host, Ray McNeil. Coming up on the program today, Google Meet video calls are getting a Zoom-like layout. Impossible Foods rolls out to nearly 1,000 new grocery stores and supermarkets, and will take your mind off of the world and put a smile on your face with this week's Moment of Joy. That and a whole lot more coming up on today's edition of your weekly tech update next. Meet will undergo huge changes over the next few weeks as the tech giant rushes to make it a more viable alternative to Zoom. To start with, the video conferencing tool is now directly accessible from within Gmail for business and education users. Those who prefer Zoom for its gallery-like layout that can show up to 25 participants at once would probably be more excited to get another feature coming later this month, though. Google will roll out a new layout option that can display up to 16 participants. There's already a Chrome extension that can mimic the Zoom feature for Meet, but its official release means there's no need for a workaround anymore. The company will also enhance Meet's video quality in dim lighting and its ability to filter out background noise in the coming weeks. In addition, an upcoming feature will allow users to display a specific tab open on their Chrome browser during a call. Zoom recently enjoyed a surge in popularity due to a shelter-at-home order, but uh, it suffered from various privacy issues that has prompted a lot of organizations, including several school districts in the U.S., to ban it outright. With these changes, Meet could become a new decent alternative to Zoom, especially since its premium features are free to use until September 30th. Disney set the streaming-only premiere date for live-action sci-fi fantasy Artemis Fowl on its Disney Plus service worldwide, hoping it gives more juice to the subscription VOD product while all of the theaters are closed. Artemis Fowl, directed by Kenneth Branagh, will be exclusively available on Disney Plus beginning on Friday, June 12th. It had originally been set for a May 29th theatrical debut. Based on the best-selling book by Irish author Ian Colfer, Artemis Fowl follows the journey of a 12-year-old criminal mastermind as he desperately tries to save his kidnapped father. Artemis must infiltrate an ancient underground civilization of fairies and track down the Oculus, the fairy's most powerful and coveted magical device to pay the ransom. In a statement, Branagh said that Artemis Fowl would be as proud as I am that families around the world will now be able to enjoy his first amazing screen adventures together on Disney+. Artemis Fowl stars newcomer Ferdia Shaw in the title role, alongside Laura McDonnell, Josh Gad, Tamara Smart, Nonso Anazi, uh, Josh McGuire, Nikesh Patel, and Adrian Scarborough, with Colin Farrell and Judy Dench. Branagh and Judy Hofflin are producing with Angus Moore Gordon and Matthew Jenkins serving as executive producers. Connor McPherson and Hamish McCall wrote the screenplay. 
Amid the COVID-19 crisis, Disney has postponed nearly every one of its forthcoming movie releases, including Black Widow, Mulan, The New Mutants, The Eternals, Jungle Cruise, and Indiana Jones 5. The media conglomerate is betting that Artemis Fowl will draw more subscribers into Disney+, Plus, which surpassed 50 million paying customers worldwide in its first five months of service. That's been buoyed by its recent launch in India and eight Western European countries, along with the early release of Frozen 2 on the subscription service. In the U.S., Disney Plus is $6.99 monthly or $69.99 for a one-year subscription. The Getty Museum has created an Animal Crossing New Horizons art generator tool that enables players to import real artworks into their little virtual worlds. The museum, which is based in Los Angeles, is currently closed as a result of the pandemic, but now players around the world can appreciate the artworks of famous painters like Van Gogh on their New Horizons islands. On the museum's generator page, Getty outlines instructions for how to access the artwork images by searching through the Getty Museum's open access collection or selecting from the gallery of favorites. Much like the AC pattern generator, that lets you upload your own images, the Getty Museum Art Generator creates QR codes of the artworks, which you can then scan using the official Nintendo Switch Online app, and then download the image in-game from your Nook phone. With this tool, you can fill your island with art and transform your home into a world-class art gallery. That comes from the website. Create your own custom patterns featuring artwork from famous art collections around the world. Patterns can be used in Animal Crossing to make shirts, cover walls and floors, make paintings for an easel or canvas, and for displaying on mannequins as well. You can also find and import artwork from other museums if they're part of the IIIF. That's the International Image Interoperability Framework. It's a technology that shows artwork online. Lots of museums are part of IIIF, and all you need to do is get a URL of the artwork and copy and paste it into a field on the generator's site. The museum also has a detailed step-by-step -step instruction guide to give you a rundown of what you need to do to get the artwork into your game. League of Legends developer Riot Games has just shared its next big bet. Recently, the company said it had acquired Hypixel Studios. They're the creator of an upcoming role-playing game called Hytale. If you're not familiar with the game, think Minecraft, but with more of a focus on adventuring and combat. Riot didn't disclose the financial terms of the acquisition. However, it doesn't sound like Riot plans to change too much about how the studio functions. The company says Hypixel will retain its current structure with plans to to open a new office in Northern Ireland that will host additional back office and quality assurance staff. Riot adds it will share its experience in developing and publishing acclaimed player-focused games with Hypixel.
Pixel. The acquisition is the latest move in what has already been a big year for a studio that for the longest time only had a game to its name. It's not surprising to see Riot try to recreate the success of Minecraft. The now almost 10-year-old title is one of the most popular games in the world at the moment. In 2019, Microsoft said it had 120 million monthly active players, making it almost as popular as League of Legends. It's a smart bet when you consider Microsoft paid $2.5 billion in 2014 to acquire Mahjong, Minecraft's developer. There's no guarantee Hytale will become even a fraction as popular as Minecraft. However, judging by the fact Hytale's announcement trailer has 55 million views on YouTube, there's obviously a lot of excitement for the title. We'll see if Riot's bet will have paid off sometime in 2021 when Hytale comes out. Starting last week, 777 supermarkets in California, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Nevada began stocking Impossible Foods plant-based meat substitute on their shelves. Fueling the increased distribution and a push to expand its product suite and geographic footprint domestically and internationally is a $500 million round of funding that the company closed in March. Some of that money is supporting the company's debut at stores like Albertsons, Pavilions, Safeways, and Vons. In all, the company said it would be in nearly a thousand grocery stores by the end of the week. And that is uh, many, many additional stores all across the country. Since its debut in September, the company said it was the number one item sold at the locations it was available on the East and West Coast. The company's 12-ounce packages are sold for somewhere between $8.99 and $9.99, and it plans to soon introduce the Impossible Burger at even more stores nationwide. And having tried it myself, I must say it is awesome, especially if you're a meat eater that doesn't necessarily want to kill an animal to get your meat. It works pretty good. We've always planned on a dramatic surge in retail for 2020, but with more and more Americans eating at home, we've received requests from retailers and consumers alike, said Impossible Foods president Dennis Woodside in a statement. Our existing retail partners have achieved record sales of Impossible Burgers in recent weeks, and we are moving as quickly as possible to expand with retailers nationwide. Even as the company announced its expansion, it may moves to alleviate any consumers' concerns over the processes in place at its manufacturing facilities. Impossible Foods said it had instituted mandatory work-from-home policies for all of its employees who can telecommute, restricted visitors to its facilities, and those operated by co-manufacturers banned all work-related travel, and implemented new sanitizing and disinfection procedures at its workplaces. Our number one priority is the safety of our employees, customers, and consumers, Woodside said. And we recognize our responsibility for the welfare of our community, including the entire San Francisco Bay Area, our global supplier, and customer network, millions of customers and billions of people who are relying on food manufacturers to produce supplies in times of need. The company said it was proceeding with its research and development initiatives as well, accelerating the ramp of its production facilities 
and moving to broadly commercialize its Impossible Sausage and Impossible Pork products. Impossible Foods has raised nearly $1.3 billion from investors. Are you an old-school video game geek like myself? Well, you're gonna love this. Another classic Star Wars game is landing on modern consoles after Jedi Academy. An updated version of Star Wars Episode I, Racer, will be available on the PS4 and the Nintendo Switch on May 12th. The sci-fi racing game based on the pod racing sequence in Episode One was originally released for the Nintendo 64 and PC way back in 1999. Now it's back with modernized controls for newer consoles. Texas-based developer Aspire, which was also behind the new version of Jedi Academy, updated Episode 1 Racer for the Switch and the PS4. The company's VP of Publishing, Elizabeth Howard, said in a statement, the beloved game has been modernized for the most optimal gaming experience on Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation 4. Star Wars fans should get ready to steer their racer to victory and leave their opponents in the dust. The game features 25 playable characters, including Anakin Skywalker himself, and racetracks located across various Star Wars planets like Tatooine and Barunda. Players can upgrade their pod racers with the help of pit droids and play single-player campaigns or multiplayer matches via split-screen. Star Wars Episode I Racer will set players back 15 bucks when it becomes available for download. Sony has already given away a number of great games to PS4 owners who subscribe to PlayStation Plus, so it's entirely possible you already own the games the company is now giving away as part of its coronavirus response play-at-home initiative. No matter, many gamers out there have still somehow missed out on the titles Sony announced recently. Now, you will have no excuse. From April 15th at 8 p.m. through May 5th at 8 p.m., four free games will be available for all PS4 owners, even if you don't subscribe to PS Plus. Journey is uh, still a great game. It's a masterpiece of indie game design and one of the most beautiful, profound titles out there. The art and sound design are in a class of their own, and Austin Wintry's original score is gorgeous. If you haven't played the game, well, I won't spoil it for you, but you should definitely take it for a spin. It is quite short, by the way. The next three games Sony is giving away are the first three Uncharted titles, all part of the remastered Nathan Drake collection. All three of these games are terrific. Sony actually just gave this collection away to PS Plus subscribers in January, but now it's free to everyone. Well, mostly everyone, that is, as long as you're in the U.S., uh, I, I believe Australia and a few other countries. Currently, Uncharted 4 is also free to PS Plus members for the month of April. That just leaves Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which I suspect will be given away in the not-so-distant future. In any case, if you've never played Uncharted and are looking for some great single-player adventures that make you feel like you're in an Indiana Jones movie, you should definitely give this a shot. It's free. You've really got nothing to lose but time. Much like their counterparts in more traditional motorsports, Formula E drivers will compete online to try and make up for a season put on hold 
thanks to the outbreak. Starting uh, this past Saturday, you'll be able to watch all 12 official teams and 24 drivers take part in the ABB Formula E race at Home Challenge. The nine-week competition will see the pros race against one another using R-Factor 2. While they'll be playing remotely, the drivers will have access to play seat simulators, as well as wheels and pedals from Fnatic. Asus will also provide them with gaming PCs, monitors, and headphones. After the preliminary test event on Saturday, the drivers will compete for points. Formula E plans to use a race royale format, where the last place driver at the end of each lap is eliminated. After only 10 individuals are left on the track, they'll have one lap to race to the finish line and earn as many points as possible. Double points will be on the line at the final race of the season, with the grand finale taking place on June 13th. Alongside the main event, there'll be secondary races featuring gamers and influencers. Players will have to earn a spot in one of the weekend races by completing a top 18 time during the week of the event. When things settle down, the eventual winner of the second grid will get the chance to drive on a Formula E track during a race weekend. Like the MLB with its online tournament, the entire event is for a good cause with donations going to UNICEF to help children in need. You'll be able to watch the entire competition on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. You can check it all out starting on April 25th. Formula E's broadcast partners will also begin airing the races as well. Apple has announced that the Magic Keyboard with Trackpad for iPad Pro will be available to order, well, starting last week and it begins arriving to customers this week. This is ahead of schedule with Apple having originally said orders would open in May. Apple wrote in a press release, the new Magic Keyboard for iPad Pro is available to order today on apple.com and is in the Apple Store app in more than 30 countries and regions, including the US. The Magic Keyboard will begin arriving to customers next week and will be available in select Apple stores and also through select Apple-authorized retailers. The Magic Keyboard is compatible with the 2018 and 2020 iPad Pro models. It features a scissor switch keyboard paired with a trackpad, as well as a built-in USB-C port. Apple describes the new Magic Keyboard as having a floating design with smooth angle adjustment. It attaches magnetically to the iPad Pro and features unique cantilever hinges that allow it to just up to 130 degrees, kinda like the iMac Pro. The keyboard is backlit as well. Orders for the Magic Keyboard are now open on Apple's website. The 11-inch model goes for $299, while the 12.9-inch model goes for $349. For education shoppers, the price is $279 for the 11-inch and $329 for the 12.9-inch. More Apple news for you with devices like the iPhone XR and iPhone 11. Apple has tried and largely succeeded in making some of its best smartphone features available on a budget. That important work continues with the new iPhone SE, which Apple says will be available for pre-order starting 
uh, again last week as of April 17th. There's a lot to get into, but the iPhone SE was a device that was always defined by its price tag. So let's get that out of the way first. Apple's latest smartphone will be available in black and white and uh, red finishes too. And in the following storage configurations, you can get a 64 gig for 399, a 128 gig for 449, or a 256 gig phone for 549 bucks. It's worth noting too that the base model SE costs $50 less than the comparable iPhone 8 Apple has just discontinued. Curiously, the larger iPhone 8 Plus will continue to be sold in certain markets around the world. This puts Apple in a surprisingly strong position to compete in a sea of mid-range devices, which is good news for iOS fans on a budget or small phone aficionados. The last time Apple released a dedicated value smartphone was back in 2016 with the original iPhone SE, a device that squeezed modern, at the time, performance into beloved iPhone 5S bodies. As multiple leaks have suggested, that approach hasn't changed for this new SE. In many ways, it's an iPhone 11 adapted to fit inside the body of an iPhone 8. We're once again working on a 4.7 inch retina display, an IP67 rating for water and dust resistance, a classic touch ID sensor, wireless charging, and a single rear facing camera. More importantly, that means you'll finally be able to buy a cheap iPhone with Apple's latest A13 Bionic chipset. It's the exact same one used in the iPhone 11, 11 Pro, and 11 Pro Max with no tweaks or modifications in sight. This, if it wasn't clear, is a huge deal. It makes flagship level computing available to audiences even the iPhone 11 couldn't reach. The iPhone SE might look dated, but it seems to pack plenty of power and some modern finishes into a remarkably accessible package. The bigger question is whether the SE can carve out a niche in a mid-range market increasingly defined by big beautiful screens, multiple cameras, and even 5G. We'll have to wait a few weeks to find out for sure. Thank you so much for watching your weekly tech update. If you have a story you think we need to feature on the program, send me an email, djraymcneil at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at your weekly tech update and check out the podcast, audio and video versions available on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Audioburst, and elsewhere on the interwebs. Till next time, I'm Ray McNeil. Stay safe and stay healthy, everyone. Now it's time for your moment of joy.
Your weekly tech update brought to you by Holiday Home Care, Phillip Island, Victoria, Australia. It's your turn to relax.